Hi guys, welcome back to the Strong with Julie podcast. Today I am sat down with my friend Emma O'Donnell, my friend since kindergarten, guys. And today we're going to have a fun episode. So she, would you consider yourself a beginner in the gym? Um, maybe intermediate. Yeah. Yeah, so she's like beginner, intermediate, and she's going to ask me questions. And a lot of the questions that she has, you guys have as well. But before we jump into those questions, I want her to introduce herself. So give us a little Sparks Notes on Emma. That's a loaded question. Um, So yeah, I'm 21. I am a senior at Penn State University. Um... I call myself intermediate at the gym, but it's probably more intermediate beginner. Um, When I go with you, I do a lot of weights, but I'm a big, long, boring cardio kind of girl. I love running. You know that about me. Um, And I love cardio. So I am excited to hear what you have to say to kind of get me to change that, to be honest. Definitely. I know. Whenever we go to the gym together, you're like, I, I want to do weights. No, no, no. But you're like, I want to do weights. Oh, I want to yeah, do yeah. a glute workout. I want to go yeah. heavy. But it's like you're getting nervous yeah. when you're by yourself. So I think these questions will be really helpful for everyone. But you guys, I started my fitness journey with Emma. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Freshman year of college. Was it freshman year? Or no, of uh, high school. Yeah, high school. We were... Juliana and I both joined LA Fitness and we would just kind of do the machines pretty much. I remember us doing like the ab machines, like the ones where you twist (laughs) and then the ones where you kind of crunch, like you put your head, your hands above your head and crunch down. Um, I have a vivid memory of a guy coming up to you at LA Fitness (laughs) and being like, you are beautiful. Like, can I get your name? Would he ask your number? And you were like, no, I think he said no. Yeah. (laughs) I remember that, like that too. One of the first times we were at the gym, honestly. Yeah. And that just terrified me. <laughs> and you were getting hit on. And can I just say, I was not cute <laughs> at the time. Uh, I, I always wore that pink uh, tank yeah. top. Remember, uh-huh. I always wore the same thing. Yeah. But totally I just, we had, did we go at night? We went at night. Yeah, we would go at night. And we loved the sauna. Mm-hmm. And we would do, I just I remember. I so, love the sauna. Yeah, but we would do cardio for probably an hour and then we would do 50 to 100 reps on the abduction and abductor because we wanted a thigh gap and then we would do abs Mm -hmm. and once and i feel like towards the end we would just bounce around and kind of like go from machine to machine yeah i remember us like just parking up on the cycle machines honestly sometimes we would just sit there and like bicycle yeah (laughs) but that was a nice spin room that they had there yeah, yeah, it was. It was nice. We did a lot of classes, yeah. which I honestly still enjoy. Zumba. I Oh, yeah, yeah, we did a lot of Zumba. Yeah. What was the other class you did? Oh, Body Pump. Oh, I, I, I love still that. love yeah. Body Pump to this day. Do you go? No, I don't go because I downgraded my membership at the edge. So oh. instead of paying $30 a month, I pay 14 but I get no classes. Oh, well, you <laughs> don't fun. really use them anymore anyway. No, no, I don't use them. Yeah. Um, but I definitely... Those were good, though. Yeah, they were good. I want to do some group classes. I want to incorporate Pilates. Yeah. I texted Emma on Saturday and I was like, Emma, come to this Pilates class with me. But then we both didn't end up falling yeah, through. But, but when you... Week. The thing is, you're at school still. So she goes to yeah. Penn State. She's just home for this weekend. Mm-hmm. But when you come home for the summer, I think that'll oh, be yeah. fun. Yeah. Cause it just gives, it's a, more of a, like you get a good workout, but it's also mm-hmm. a little social. And I feel like I need that. 
Yeah, I agree. I'm a I'm a big like workout class kind of person to be honest I like working out with people that's why I always do weights when I go with you like I like to be with somebody and if I'm not that's kind of why I do the long boring cardio like if I'm just by myself I just kind of do cardio but I get that plus it's that external motivation because you see everyone else doing it and then you're like oh let me do it too so that was sophomore year and then we did tennis together we did tennis team Tell them how good we were at tennis. We were horrible. We were on the JV team. I think my parents came to watch me once and were just like, how do you strike out that many times? Like, I think my dad yelled, hit the ball. (laughs) Wait, is it a string? We were eighth string or no, I was at least eighth or ninth. Yeah, we were we were in the bottom. We were not good. But the thing is, I got into such great shape from that because I was just constantly running to get the ball and then bending down to get the ball. So it was like run, crunch, run, crunch because I could not hit it for the life of me. No, it was fun, though. I had a great time. We had a good time playing tennis. Yeah. Another social thing. I need it. Maybe we need to join like a team or something. (laughs) We can do that. Yeah, we should. Even like starting a volleyball team. I was horrible at volleyball. But I you tried were out also- for volleyball and I did not make it. <laughs> wait, wait, guys. We skipped over a crucial part of the oh, story. Emma's, Emma's dad was my soccer coach, yeah. too. Juliana and I have always, we're just always doing active things together. We were on the soccer team together for what? All through middle school? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, all through middle school. And then joined the tennis team in high school. Yeah. But you were good at you were pretty good at soccer. Yeah, soccer I really enjoyed. And I was good at it too. I just didn't have I kind of regret it, but I didn't have the discipline that I would have now. Yeah. Like you're, I you're didn't, in middle school. Yeah, exactly. I mean I'm not beating myself up for it, but I do miss it. I was fast, but I was not good. <laughs> like yeah. I was clumsy as yeah. heck. I would fall. I would like just be yeah. afraid of the ball. I yeah. just was not you didn't love it. No. You had a good time, but you didn't love it. And Dean would always make me run yeah, laps. He made all of us run. <laughs> Whenever we did pour on a game, he'd be like, you don't deserve to stop running. <laughs> no, what do you say? Stop when you think you deserve it. <laughs> he was normal. He was brutal. He was brutal. That is funny. But, you know. He, How I, we almost forget that? I know. That was a That's a big memory. part. Okay, what else? Let's think. And then we went to college. Then we went to college, and I was home my whole junior year, and you and I went hard in the gym when I was home. But that was still before I started my page? I think so. Um, No, I think you had your page at that point because you started it when COVID first hit, and I was home because of COVID. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 And then I was in great shape my junior year because of you. That's when you were working at... um, KMK? Yeah, KMK. You were working at the personal training gym and we would just go and like use their weights and leave. Yeah. (laughs) I remember us going and doing like a hundred squats one time and you were like, you want to get out of here? And I was like, yeah. And we just (laughs) left. But I had a butt. Let me tell you, like I was, was toned. We had some glute growth. Yeah, we had glute growth for sure. So that's a little spiel on our background. Mm -hmm. I feel like that, that did it well, right? Yeah. Yeah. The major ones. Yeah. So now let's get into some questions, okay? So we're going to just like kind of bounce around to questions that Emma has, kind of nutrition, fitness, focus, motivation, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But 
a lot of these questions you guys ask me in my question box every single week. So that's why I wanted to do this. Like bring someone on that um, is similar in level. similar level um because sometimes like I've been through courses I've done this like this is my life so it's hard for me to disassociate from that and put my mind in someone that's just starting to simplify terms for them so I think this will be a good idea but yeah hit me with some questions all right see what I got okay um so I guess going from the very beginning what really like how did you make that transition from just kind of like being in a corner at the gym with a yoga mat and some dumbbells to really going into the weight room and and learning free weights like what barbells did you do? yeah what did you do at first yeah I just remember being really curious that was number one curious because I would see the I think in my head, I was like, okay, why are like all the guys always in there? And why do I never see girls in there? Mm. Like curious starting that. And then when I went to UConn, this is when it really started. We we dabbled in the weight room a few times in LA, but I feel like we were scared. Like we never really stuck yeah, to it. But really. when I went to UConn and I was like, okay, I don't really feel like making friends. I don't want to do a sorority. I don't want to do a team, whatever. I went like a hundred percent in on like, I'm going to get the best body in the world and I'm going to like take care of myself. And then that like curiosity kept going. And I started following people on Instagram and I started seeing women on the internet doing it and being like this transformed my body. Like I can eat more. I feel healthier. I feel this, that. And I was like, okay, I'm going to just try it. So at UConn, I re- that was where I like really did it and plus I went in the morning and not a lot of people were in there in the morning and I would try the barbells and I would watch I would sit there or I would go on the treadmill first and like watch videos of how to like how to how to unrack a barbell how to use the barbell and like make sure you don't fail yeah. and I would watch all of those before I would go do the workout and mm-hmm. I would have the workout saved always on my phone because I didn't want to go in there and be like what do I do now right. um I don't know where that stems from. I feel like I've always kind of been a planner a little bit. Yeah, definitely. You would you would always write down like what you wanted to do before going into the gym or yeah. at least have like some sort some of an, an idea. Some idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that was almost just like to set my future self up for success because, again, I didn't want to be in the middle of the weight room and be like, now what? Yeah, um, sure. But I would watch those videos and then I would go and dabble with it. And then when I came home, I think what got me to – to move from just like a mat in the corner because I was a mat in the corner girl for a while um was just being like hey DJ my brother like can you come with me like having that support even with you and then with my boyfriend at the time Mm -hmm. Tiago was so (laughs) should I say his name (laughs) okay he was so into it so I was like asking him to just like show me and he would show me and like spot me and then I felt more comfortable doing it um but I feel like that's what really did it. It was just like having, you have to ha- be surrounded by good people that are going to help you, you know? Like mm-hmm. even, I don't know, They, I just needed that support at the yeah. time. And I feel like if you don't have that, you just have to prepare yourself. Yeah. Like be that support for yourself. Yeah. And um, yeah. And you need to be curious and you want, and you need to want it. You need yeah. to want to like do those yeah. weights. And you need to like educate yourself and be like, okay, I know if I go heavier than just the 10 pound dumbbell then I'm gonna have more um progress so that like motivation also helps because that's intrinsic like I want to get stronger for me um but yeah and extrinsic is more like 
I want to, you know, lose 10 pounds. But inside, if you're like, I want to get out of my comfort zone, that that's like what keeps you going, I think. Yeah. Does that answer that? Yeah, it does. I mean, I think having someone to go with is huge, huge, because as much as you can try to self-motivate, like it's just it's a lot harder. Like I'm at school right now living by myself in a dorm room and like let me tell you I have been off my game Mm -hmm. because if I'm going to the gym it's because I have to psych myself up I have to keep myself accountable nobody else is like waiting for me at the gym like I have no one relying on me so yeah you just at the end of the day you just have to want it and and I think about it like all the things I don't feel like doing when I do them, I feel so much better that I do them. Like, for example, if I didn't feel like I never felt like doing my homework, right. I never felt like yeah. going for a walk. I never felt like going to, I don't know, whatever it is. But at the end of the day, now looking back at it, I got great grades. I'm graduating college. Like, I'm glad that I, that's like a weird yeah. way to explain it, but I'm glad that I did it. And yeah, I hope that helps. Yeah, someone. No, definitely. Yeah. I mean, what would you. What advice would you give for somebody who does have to self-motivate? Like for somebody who doesn't have yeah. a you or a me to yeah. go with, you know? Yeah. When I remember, I probably like the first time no one could go. Like I'd be like, Emma, can you go to the gym? You said no. DJ, can you go to the gym? No. Tiago, can you go to the gym? No. I was like, okay, I'm going to go to the gym by myself. Yeah. <laughs> I got to hype myself up. And then I created my pre-workout routine, like – drink Mm pre-workout cute gym outfit like Mm -hmm. feel comfortable in your gym outfit at home and then I told myself you know Julie go do the first exercise you still don't feel like it go home yeah and I did that a few times I would do the first exercise I'd feel super uncomfortable and I'd go home and then the next week I'd go and I'd be like okay try to do the first exercise let's do it got through two exercises Mm -hmm. went home you know and then soon enough I finished a whole workout by myself and I was so proud of myself, but I lowered the expectations in the beginning because mm-hmm. then I was like, okay, I'm, I kept building and keeping the promises to myself. And when I kept keeping my promises, I grew confidence. Yeah. And then sooner or later I finished the workout, but I still have days like today. I did not want because I went at a different time mm-hmm. to the gym today and I did not want to go at all. And I was like, DJ, can you please go with me? I don't know why. Like I have anxiety right now. Like mm-hmm. I don't want to go by myself. Mm-hmm. So it still happens. It's not yeah. like it's that like, you know, one day it just clicks. It's still going to come, but you got to lean on those old habits. Yeah, um, for sure. I mean, going into the meathead section of the gym is intimidating. And through you, like, I've learned a lot about how to just do, like, the basic things that you kind of overlook, like racking your weights and not looking like an idiot and, like, dropping them on the ground, you know? Like, that makes a big difference, like, going into the gym and not knowing how to do those things. Like, Mm. I don't know, stepping up to a squat rack and not knowing where to start is, like, scary. too high, too low. Yeah, exactly. How do you even adjust it? Like, things like that. Like, what do you what would you say to somebody who just walks up and like is intimidated? It's intimidating. Yeah, it, it is intimidating. And uh, honestly, even now there's machines where I'm like, how the heck do I use this? (laughs) And I've been doing this for For like five years. Um, I ask questions. I ask people, 
people at the gym are really nice i think we i think we think they look scary and intimidating because we all have rbf Mm -hmm. and like have our headphones at full blast Mm -hmm. but all it takes is like make eye contact with someone like a little wave and be like hey can you help me yeah that's good also the train i've been a trainer at so many gyms not so many but i've been a trainer at the gym Mm -hmm. and they are so freaking bored sometimes Mm -hmm. like ask them questions take advantage of them you pay this monthly fee this subscription like ask them um ask them questions i think that's huge too like even when you first walk in if you know you're squatting for the first time you can be like hey like i want to try this out like do you mind giving me a hand they will not say no they literally will not say no um but then for me at yukon i I watched those videos beforehand. Mm -hmm. So I I literally would type on Google, like, how to not look like an idiot on the squat rack. I think I typed that in. (laughs) If you went through my search history, if anyone did that, like, that would be in my search history. Yeah. Just how to not be an idiot. The internet has every single answer you are looking for. We are just lazy to find it. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. It's true. But I think your advice on asking people honestly goes a long way and I think that goes with anything in life like I'm a journalism major I have to carry around like 30 pounds of equipment all the time like just these chunky cameras and literally just gaining the confidence to go up to someone and be like hey could you hold this for me like does wonders so I feel like I think it is a misconception like sometimes we get intimidated by the meatheads but those are the people that we should be going up to because They got this big somehow. Yeah. Like, they, they clearly do. know what they're doing. And I feel like, honestly, those are the people that are going to judge you the least. Mm-hmm. Like, if you go up to them, I think it's kind of flattering that you're asking them because yeah. clearly you went up to them for a reason. Yeah. They look good. I've had I've had a few um, girls come up to me and ask me about – what did they ask me? Oh, about the cable. Like, how to put the cable up and down because sometimes it gets stuck at the mm-hmm. edge. Um and I made, a f- like, friends out of it. Yeah. Like, one of those girls was that girl Marge that mm-hmm. I'm friends with now. And I was like, oh, mm-hmm. yeah. So you might get a, even a friend out of it. Or a boyfriend if it's a cute boy. Yeah, ask <laughs> a cute boy to spot you. Yeah, for sure. Those, honestly, <laughs> cute boys, I'm probably more intimidated. I'd probably ask yeah. someone, like, not in my league. Yeah. I, yeah. Mm, better not. Okay, yeah. next question. Thinking about it, I would not go up to my boyfriend at the gym. If I didn't know him, oh, my God, I would never go up to him and be like, hey, uh, okay, but- how do I uh, do this? <laughs> okay, but Russ, Russ is, like, Massive. very intimidating. Yeah, he's a big guy. He knows his weights. Yeah. I would not go up to him. Just go up to someone that seems like nice. I don't know. I don't know. Just, yeah. Someone that's. Somebody that makes you feel comfortable. Yeah. Probably. You'll get the vibe. You'll get the vibe. Same gender could help. Yeah. Yeah, Same gender probably helps. But again, they're there to be nice. Everyone's on this earth to help others. Okay. We're all here to serve, and asking questions is not going to kill you. Okay. You probably won't even remember it tomorrow. Or you'll have a friend tomorrow. Anyways, what's the next question? Let's see. Let me pull this up again. Um, How did you stay consistent before you got into a real routine? Like, I know you're on autopilot now. Like, you wake up at 5 a.m. and (laughs) accountability. But for those of us that, you know, don't have that in our routine yet, what would you say to stay consistent? I would say when I first started, I used like Sundays as my holy grail. Mm -hmm. And 
every Sunday, I would plan, I remember I would plan out my schedule for my classes that week and like when I wanted to do homework. So then I was like, okay, if I plan all this out, why don't I put my gym sessions in it too? Like a class or like it's a doctor's appointment. I almost, I, sometimes I tell my clients to see it as a doctor's appointment because you going to the gym, like that's taking off doctor's appointments you might have to do in the future if you're like really unhealthy. Mm-hmm. Um, so just like putting it in as a non-negotiable, even if it's just putting it in for like 30 minutes, um, but just having a time slot for it so you know like, okay, I am allocating 30 30 to 60 minutes to the gym on this day at this time because I feel like when you go into the day without a plan you're like oh I can go to the gym later oh I can go later or and then it hits seven o'clock and you're like oh I can go tomorrow Mm -hmm. but if it's already in your calendar and you're like oh I like put this time for this When you're not doing that, you're just going to be sitting thinking about like, oh, I should have went to the gym because I had it planned and I didn't keep that promise to myself. Um, So I think that's huge, like using your Sundays to schedule it in. And then... And then another thing that really helped me was telling other people about my plan. So I would tell them, even if it was my mom, like, oh, tomorrow I'm going to go to the gym at 8 o'clock to do legs. Um, Or if it was just anyone, I would just say it out loud. And then, like, it's almost I had to keep the promise now to myself and my mom because I told her I was going to do that. I think that was helpful for me, too. Just speaking out what I wanted to do that week or, like, what I wanted to accomplish Mm -hmm. but yeah that's it and then again it takes time and then it does get that I don't know if everyone Mm -hmm. gets to the point where I'm at though yeah so autopilot because Mm -hmm. again my job it's my job yeah like exactly I and I have to go to the gym right now because again I'm doing the intermediate series Mm -hmm. so it's like if I don't post the workout yeah 8,000 people don't get their workout (laughs) that day so it's a different type of motivation um but again I think going back to me four years ago when I was in that position it was speaking out my plans because then I had to keep it to more people okay yeah you got me another question yeah so I kind of want to go more into nutrition honestly because that's definitely where I struggle the most I can go to the gym Every day, two hours, no problem. But like coming home and being like, well, now I'm hungry and I want something fast and I want something now that's going to satisfy me and is going to like make me full. So nutrition is definitely, definitely where I struggle the most. Um, So I kind of would like to hear you explain what exactly reverse diet is and I kind of know what macros are at this point, but if you could maybe talk about like how to stay on track with them and like Mm -hmm. get your nutrients, but still feel full, like how do I do that? Yeah. No. So let's start with reverse diet. So when it comes to reverse diet, the first step for anyone doing this and like learning about macros, learning about calories, whatever is downloading like a MyFitnessPal or some sort of tracker and just eating as normal as you can for a whole week, okay? And seeing the trends because a lot of people, especially clients that come to me, it's like Monday through Friday, they're eating like a thousand calories, not safe, first of Mm -hmm. all. But then I have them track their Saturday and Sundays and they're eating like 3,500 calories. Mm -hmm. So there's an imbalance there. And I feel like that's when you're able, like your coach can take the average and then we can give you some like equilibrium, like a homeostasis, Mm -hmm. just 
you know, some consistency throughout the week. So you're not shocking your body and eating so little and then so much. So reverse diet would be say that was the type of person. So it was a thousand calories during the week and 3,500 on the weekends. So their average intake, 3,500 plus 3,500 plus 1,000 plus 1,000 divided by seven, you know, Mm -hmm. that's how you take the average would be 1,714 calories. So that's their current maintenance. Mm -hmm. So say this person is like five, eight and goes to the gym six days a week, super active college student, like just doing the most. 1,700 calories is not going to cut it for them to sustain that, right? And if they want to, you know, see results in the gym and go through cutting and bulking processes, Mm -hmm. we have to up that maintenance of Mm -hmm. 1,700. So if, let me give a ballpark range. I'm guessing their maintenance would be around 25, 2,600 calories. So Mm -hmm. 2,500. We're not going to jump them from 1,700 to 2,500 because your body would be like, whoa, 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 so much food. Like, I don't know what to do right now. Like, you're freaking me out. It doesn't so like to be shocked. on weight if they did that? If they did it too fast. So if they jumped from a lower calorie intake to a higher one, but are still doing the same amount in the gym, they would still gain weight. M- most likely. Be okay. un- they would probably be uncomfortable too. And like, just your body would be like, what the heck is going on? Because okay. it was too quick of a jump. Okay. I also like am asking this because... When I think of fitness like and nutrition, my mind is always on cutting because yeah. that's always been my goal. Like I've always been a little like bigger boned <laughs> so, for lack of a better word. Like my focus in the gym has always been cutting yeah. like it just always has. Um, so I'm kind of asking you questions from that kind of mindset. I just want to tell people that because that's kind of more of what I'm looking for. Yeah. Um, but so, yeah, they so- would gain weight. If you jump too fast, if like if one day, like Tuesday, you were eating 1700 on average and then Wednesday you were like, okay, I'm going to just go to my new maintenance that Coach Julie said that I should follow 2500. First of all, Coach Julie should be fired if she says (laughs) that. But reverse dieting is the process of slowly getting you to that number Mm -hmm. where each week it depends on how your body reacts, but each week you up the calories by just by 50 calories. Mm -hmm. 50 calories is like a quarter tablespoon of peanut butter. It's very little amount of food adding. Um, and that's why it's important in a reverse diet to be super, uh, consistent, kind of strict and it's going to be tedious and it's going to be annoying, but your bot, you're going to like, it's pays off in the long run because you went through this and then you'd never have to do it again. Probably. Yeah. Depending. But um, so we reverse diet you up to 2,500 and then you're maintaining your weight. I've had many clients lose inches um, and weight on a reverse diet because since you're doing it so slow, your body starts cooperating more because it's like, oh my gosh, she's giving me the food I need. I don't have to hold on to this anymore. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Like even when we are, I'm trying to think. Like when you're super dehydrated, you're sometimes people get bloated Mm -hmm. and that's like a weird symptom of dehydration, but it's your body retaining water because it's like, I don't know when you're going to give me water anymore. Think of the same thing with food. So then say we get to 2,500 and your goal is to cut fat and Mm -hmm. you're like, okay, I lost a few inches during the reverse diet. Cool. Oh, I should add if you're gaining like 10 
over 10 pounds, over 5 pounds, 10 pounds in a reverse, then you need to either one, slow it down, or like you already hit your maintenance. Okay. So those are like little cues to look for. It's really good to go through this process with a coach too, because it's like someone else doing, like I went through a reverse diet with a coach and I don't think I would have been able to do it on my own with the knowledge that I had at the time. Um, But it's definitely worth it. So you get to that 2,500 point and then you can start a cut, Mm -hmm. which I think we talked about. It's like lowering your calories to like, so if you're at 2,500, you could do like 300 to 500 in a deficit. Mm -hmm. So then you'd be cutting at like 2,200 calories, which is dope because before you would have had to cut from 1,700. So it's 1,700 minus 500. 1,200, which is so not safe because that's the amount of food a toddler needs in their day. But does that make sense for a reverse diet? Yeah, it does make sense. I So I take a kinesiology class at yeah. school right now, and we were kind of tracking, like, how many calories would be enough for our bodies based on, like, how active we are, how much we weigh, whatever. Mm-hmm. And mine was, like, I had a range from, like, 1,800 to, like, 3,200. Oh, and wow. so, yeah, it was really weird. And so that's kind of where that question came from because I was, like, 1800 doesn't sound like a lot of food and but it would help me lose weight like I don't know calories are very daunting to me a little bit because I just never know where I stand with them how much I'm eating like I feel like the key to success with losing weight has how I've always thought of it has been work out more eat less yeah but it's confusing that's hard it's difficult to work out a bunch and not eat yeah (laughs) And your body goes into that super high stress state and holds on to the fat. But I think educating and knowing that it's going to be tedious and what gets measured gets managed. So you just need to be on point. Like when I went through reverse diet, like you got to be weighing your food. Mm -hmm. You got to be doing this. You got to be doing that. But in three months, in a year, whatever, you went through that tedious work, like you put in the reps of doing that, right. you can be intuitive again, but you yeah. now you know how to how much your body needs. Right. Now you can like eyeball portions. You don't have to track forever. Right. It, the, I always like to say that to my clients, like we're going to put in the hard work now, mm-hmm. but I don't want you to track forever. Right. It's not a forever thing. And then you can stop tracking and then maybe five years down the line, you're like, ooh, I kind of want to go into a cut for this vacation that's mm-hmm. coming up in a few months you know how to do yeah, it. You just, it's a, it's like a muscle memory. You can yeah. just do it and then, you know, you're good for your vacation. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. Um, so does that go hand in hand with like the 80, 20 rule? Is that like, yeah. like it's like 80% what whole foods? Yeah. And 20% like, like I like to say soul <laughs> foods. Soul foods. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Whole uh, foods and soul foods. I like that. Yeah. I, Okay, so this is a good question that you bring up because, yeah, you have your macros, you have your calories. What the heck do you fill them with? Right. A lot of people will fill that 2,200 whatever with crap, right. like cereal, yeah. donuts, and they're like, oh, I hit my macros, mm-hmm. but I, you were eating crap, right? right? Um, so that's why I always bring in 80-20, and I want to fill my day with 80% whole foods, which is like one ingredient. Mm-hmm. So a banana. What's What are the ingredients of a banana? A banana. Exactly. What are the <laughs> ingredient? Potassium. What are the ingredients in cereal, which is also a carb? We, I don't know. Corn, flour, sugar. Yeah. Everything. So it's not a whole food because yeah. it's not one ingredient. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes so sense. I really try to fill up my day with whole foods. Yeah. But you can't go wrong. I'm gonna go insane. 
if I do that. So that's why I give myself 20%. So that could look different for everyone. Me, I like five meals per day. So take 80% of five, that's four meals per day. I really try to base them off whole foods. Mm -hmm. And you can make it fun. Like whole foods are really tasty. Like the ground makes really tasty foods and you can season them up and Mm -hmm. you can make them good. You just got to put a little effort. It doesn't have to be plain chicken, sweet potato and broccoli with nothing on it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you can spice it up. And then that 20% at night, well, now I can't have, well, I can, but I don't want to have ice cream. I can have dairy-free ice cream. Oh, my God, you Uh, and this (laughs) dairy-free. Liana broke out on her face, and she's like, it must be dairy. I'm like, (laughs) how? You've always eaten dairy, and your skin has never looked like this. Like, it's not dairy. Tell me my face doesn't look messed up right now. It does, but I don't think it's from dairy. I think I had ice cream and, like, three yogurts yesterday, and I woke up this morning, and I looked like this. Stop eating so much yogurt. (laughs) You love yogurt. I do love yogurt. I don't understand it. (laughs) What were we talking about? Oh, God. 80-20. Okay, so... Four. <laughs> okay, so pretend I okay dairy free ice cream. So my twenty percent of the day, that one last meal, mm-hmm. can be something like dairy free ice cream. Yeah, because you know, I, and when I was back then, I feel like we did so many diets. We tried yeah. so many diets oh in my high gosh, school. The military diet. Yeah, but so even with that, it's like Monday through Friday, I'm doing really good. But I don't have like any chocolate any ice cream nothing monday through friday so when it hit the weekends i was like give me everything so that's where like i like 80 20 by day Mm -hmm. because then i don't feel that urge to over consume because i was so restricted yeah definitely so then what would your thoughts be about intermittent fasting because you bring up like not eating anything and then like overindulging. Do you think intermittent fasting is kind of like that? Like you kind of fast and then you're like, oh my God, I'm so hungry. So you eat so much during those like however many hours that you can eat. Yeah. Like would you recommend intermittent fasting? Because I've done it before and I did see results and I did feel better, but I don't know if that's something that's like good for me. Yeah. I have a philosophy on intermittent fasting. I've done a lot of research on it. And I go back to think about our ancestors, okay? Mm-hmm. And like cavemen, or not cavemen, but just like, you know, yeah. pe- when we had to literally yeah, fight, hunt. For, hunt for our food. For sure. Women were home. Mm-hmm. Women weren't hunting. Women yeah. were home. Women were cooking. Women were, they had an abundance of food, whatever. Mm-hmm. Whenever the male brought food back, they were always mm-hmm. surrounded by it. Men, on the other hand, they were fasting. Mm -hmm. They were the ones fasting. So I think their bodies are equipped to intermittent fast. I think intermittent fasting for men is like, go ahead, do Mm -hmm. it. For women, I think it's really bad for our hormones. And I think it's not something that you should do. But that's my opinion. I don't, but there's so many different opinions out there, but I just don't think it's good for our, uh, just like cortisol levels and yeah. just the production of our hormones, especially if we're on our menstrual cycle, mm-hmm. like to p- in your luteal phase, like mm-hmm. fasting just can't be good for you. So okay. I am not for intermittent fasting. However, the reason I think people see results, it all comes down to the same reason. They're mm-hmm. in a calorie deficit. When yeah. you're intermittent fasting, you're most likely skipping breakfast. Mm-hmm. That puts you in a deficit, Yeah. right? right. So, ow. I just literally got a cramp in my calf. <laughs> Why are you sorry? <laughs> because I know that pain. It's yeah, horrible. it's like a Charlie horse in my calf. Um, but yeah, intermittent fast. It, all these sites, intermittent fasting, military diet, blah, 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 all these things. It comes down to you're in a calorie yeah. deficit. So how could you not? 
Loser. see a difference exactly yeah. but it's can you do that for your lifetime right. can you intermittent fast for your no. whole entire life can you do the military diet for your whole entire life like my approach i want you to be able to do this for your whole entire life right. like yeah it's going to be tedious in the beginning because you have mm-hmm. to track your macros you have to weigh stuff out but you're mm-hmm. going to learn you're going to learn how to fill your plate you're going to learn portion sizes you're going to learn what foods you feel good on what foods feel really good like pre-workout post-workout you're gonna learn so much about your body Mm -hmm. and then you're like free you don't have to track anymore like you know how to do it Mm -hmm. and now you're just like a healthier human and more functioning i don't think we all realize how good we can feel because a lot of people are like i don't need a reverse diet like i already feel good you don't realize like how much better you will feel like when you're actually eating enough to fuel your daily activities you know i bet i bet I don't know if I've ever <laughs> felt that, honestly. <laughs> like, I am euphoric. I'm, no, literally, like, I have always, I don't know, I've always had a weird relationship with food. Yeah. And, like, it really does come down to your environment and, like, what you learn, though. Like, my mom to this day is like, oh, you want, like, a a keto shake for breakfast? And, like, my mom always says she's going to lose 20 pounds and then, like, goes through a week of like doing the military diet and then like goes off it and my dad's just as bad he does his intermittent fasting and like starves himself for two days and then eats like whatever he wants and then goes back to it like that's just what i've grown up with and that's what i've always seen and it's definitely affected me because for a long time i was like a one meal a day kind of person like i would go the whole day not eating and then like overindulge at dinner like i would literally eat one meal a day and Mm -hmm. it was dinner yeah (laughs) No, so. I think we're all affected by it because they grew up in a different time. Yeah, my mom True. still drinks some fast shakes sometimes, yeah. and I growl yeah, at her. Fast. That's what I was looking yeah. for. Yeah, my mom still does that too. Yeah, yeah. It's but it's like you can't you can't teach an old dog new yeah. tricks. You can really try, <laughs> yeah. but some, look who just snapchatted me. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Nice. Uh, next question. <laughs> next question. Um, I don't know. Should I keep doing nutrition? You could do nutrition workouts. We can even do like, because I feel like I always ask people questions. Mm-hmm. You can just ask me anything that you ever wanted to know about me. Guys, I'm also an open book. So anytime anything happens, like if I brush my teeth a different way, I probably have told Emma. Yeah, it's- <laughs> that's, true. that's true. That's why I'm like struggling to think of, to think of anything to ask because I know everything. Um, I don't know. What's something you would like want your following is there anything you would want them to know about you i mean because personally like i have known you almost my whole life like i know who you are i know what you're doing all the time but like if i were to look at your instagram i would think you're like not that you're not but like you just look like the most perfect human being like you look like you have your shit together yeah so i just posted something on saturday about that did you see on your story I, no i posted like an actual picture because i felt like that i was like yeah. my feed looks too good right now I think that's every influencer though on instagram yeah like as as much as it's great to follow fitness people it's kind of like well they're doing everything right and i'm Stop. doing everything wrong yeah, like, I think I, I re- they're doing i think i really try super hard especially on my stories mm-hmm. To just you show real keep life. It real on your stories. Yeah. And I like how you talk about your relationships on your stories and like things like that. Like yeah. you do let them know what's going on, but 
Sometimes that's, a little too it, much. Uh, you guys know a lot about yeah. me. But that's also if you watch your stories. Yeah. Like, there are days where I skip through, like, every Instagram story. But, like, if I just looked at your page yeah. itself, I'd be like, damn. <laughs> I, like, can't compete. Yeah. Uh, but that's the thing. It's not a competition. I think I'm... compete, yeah. but, like, like, how do I get like that? Yeah. It's different, though, because... I just don't remember a time. It's really hard for me to remember a time that I went on Instagram and it wasn't work. Yeah. It's really hard because I every day when I go on, I'm like, how can I serve these people? Yeah. And it's like, what yeah. form tip can I give them? What meal ideas can I give them? Yeah. What this can I give them? And I think I can personally do a good, better job at mm. maybe like posting some more real stuff. Yeah. You know? Maybe. That's that's something I never thought of, though. You go on social media in a whole different way than I do. I go to consume. You go to, like, put products out, you yeah. know? like I don't scroll. Yeah, like you I, really don't. Sometimes I'll, I'll, no, a little bit because I like to a engage. Because I have people that I follow yeah. that I really enjoy their content. So I'll, right. I'll do, like, a little scroll and, like, give them a little comment mm-hmm. and hearts. But I'm answering DMs. Yeah. And I'm thinking about content that I can give them. And it's sometimes it's a lot yeah you've got things to do when you log on to instagram yeah so it's very different especially that time that my instagram was hacked oh, that was like the worst time of my life that was Not yeah what am i uh, i wasn't even here for that but i remember you freaking out i had a panic attack yeah. my okay so cole's uh mom's friend she got logged out of her instagram and i connected her with my anti-hacker juan oh, yeah i was and there when she texted you yes mm-hmm. so she got hers back did i tell you really she got it back damn yeah this guy's guy legit is, so yeah, if you guys ever get real. logged out hit me up i have his contact yeah. he's awesome that's wild mm-hmm. i can't believe that happened to you i know that's that was scary. tough it, it just felt like i was out it like i wasn't in control of anything and it wasn't even just my instagram every account yeah. Yeah. He got because I'm an idiot and had the same password and same email same on thing, every single though. thing. Now my password's different for every single thing and two factor authentications on. I'm like, and oh, then, but if I ever have to relog in, I'm like, what the heck is my password? Yeah. <laughs> but I have it yeah. written somewhere. I just need to find where. But yeah, that's that's, that's good. <laughs> it's somewhere. I just don't know where. <laughs> I have them all written down, but I don't know where they are. <laughs> okay, I have questions for you. Okay. The question, okay, guys, Emma is a high achiever. I would say, I think you are. You think? Yeah. And, and, and she's very passionate about like what she's doing in school, which I think is very cool because you don't see a lot of people like that our age and you like, you're ambitious and yeah, you're someone I look up to too. So the question of the week this week was how to be more productive. Okay. And I feel like when you say, like, yeah, you're a little bit of a procrastinator mm-hmm. and I'll let you talk. But, like, mm-hmm. when you set your mind to get something done, like, you get it done. Yeah, I do. So can you tell us a little bit about that? Sure. I mean, it might not always be the healthiest way of coping, but I feel like I need that kick in the butt to, like, get me to do things sometimes. Yeah. So I will just kind of, like what do I even do? How do I even get things done? Okay, well, I'll give a healthy example. Why don't I not go into the unhealthy ways I do things? But I'm a big pen to paper kind of person. I need to see it written down to know that that's what I have to do. And I have to write out the whole thing. Like, I don't even abbreviate. Like, if I have an assignment due that's really important to me, I will write out the entire assignment. And I'm talking to the point where if it's like 
homework like I won't even write HW like I need to write out the whole thing to know exactly what I have to do I have to write out the due date the time it's due like everything and to be able to physically cross it off like that's something that I absolutely have to have Mm -hmm. like always always that's a big thing for me I have to like physically see it do you journal uh not really I do keep a journal but I write in it like like sometimes I'll go a year without writing in it but mine is more I write to kind of be able to look back one day and see where I was at that point in my life and to see how far I've come like sometimes when I journal I write down literally just what's going on in my life I'll be like here's what I'm stressed about in this moment here's who my friend I'll write down like who I'm hanging out with the most like I hope these people are still in my life at the time. Like oh, the next time I write in this, um, what boy I like at the time, like just so that I can look back and be like, wow, that was so important to me at the time. And now it's, like- and now it's not. Or like, I remember writing down when we first became friends with like all the guys yeah. being like, I'm having a lot of fun with them. Like, I hope they stay in my life. And that was Aww. like, like four years ago. And I, and I still see them all the time. Yeah. So, like, it's nice to look back and be like, that's something that I wanted to do. I wanted to keep them in my life, and I have. That's something I want to do. Yeah. Because I journal, but it's like, I, I'm i just like a plain piece yeah. of paper where the pen daunts me. Mm-hmm. Like, I need to have, maybe really? I'm too type A, because I, I put, like, write three things you're grateful for. Write two yeah. affirmations and write your top three for the day. Mm-hmm. So, I feel like you would benefit from the top three yeah. for your day. yeah. Like, Probably. even if you, like, threw gym in there. Mm-hmm. Like, if you threw in, like, homework assignment for this class, mm-hmm. go to the gym, and then your last thing might be, like, um, cook a dinner with, like, a vegetable in it. Yeah. Like, even something yeah. simple like that. And those are your top – and three things that you can do that day. Yeah. Like, you can do three things that day. I always yeah. tell myself that, too. I'm like, okay, it's just three things. It's just mm-hmm. three things. Um, but then maybe on the top I'll take what you said and, like, kind of write out my – like what's going on yeah. but again you can't really do that every day I, I yeah, kind of see how yeah, you can I just do, do it, it periodically so but actually I should actually show you this journal entry that I wrote one time it was freshman year of college and I was just so tired of being like I'm gonna lose weight and then it not happening or like I want to lose x amount of pounds and then like never getting it done yeah. and so one time I'll never forget this I was literally writing in my journal like the things I want to accomplish with my fitness journey. And as I was writing, I was just getting like annoyed at myself for not having it done, like, Mm. and just not putting my mind to it. And so I literally wrote like, by this time next year, like, this is what weight I'm at now. This is what weight I want to be at. And I made a list of things like that were healthy for me to do. I was like, okay, I researched it. It said I should do more hit and less like long boring cardio and I need to like jumpstart my metabolism and I need to do like this this and that and then I went back to it a year later and I had dropped like 15 pounds and so it was it was like so nice for me to go back and be able to see that yeah so I definitely recommend journaling even if you're like me and you don't do it like often at all I don't do it often I think that's cute. Wait, I just thought of another, I know we're going kind of long here, but I have, I thought of another question. Mm -hmm. You went abroad last semester. She went to Spain, lived my dream life. What was your health and fitness like there? Because I feel like that's an experience where it's like, 
you really want to immerse yourself mm-hmm. in the culture and like take advantage of all the opportunities mm-hmm. did you find it like really hard to like work out and eat healthy because you're like i need to try all these things because i'm only in europe for x amount yeah. of time uh definitely it was definitely more of a struggle i mean the I was lucky the place I stayed at had, like, a little gym below, but I really didn't use it. Like, let's be honest. I told myself I was going to go to the gym, and then I'd be like, or I could go to the park, like, do anything else. Um, I will say that walking is a big thing that kind of helped me because I think we don't give walking enough credit, to be honest. Like, walking everywhere – changes your body like totally changes your body I kept my weight down I kept myself feeling good just from walking everywhere Penn State helped yeah college is a big thing where you can walk everywhere I dropped a lot of weight freshman year and I think it's because I simply didn't have a car yeah (laughs) I had no choice but to walk and it helped me a lot I think walking is like one of the best things that we could do yeah and it's not hard no. I mean, I have bad knees. You know, I complain it's about free. my knee all the time. It's free. It's not stressful on your body. Like, it's just the best thing ever. Yeah, I agree. That's why I give myself a step goal. Mm-hmm. I've been doing really good with my 10,000. Yeah. And I think it's fun to do by yourself and with someone else. Yeah. Like, I have a good time both ways. Yeah, me too. Because you can put a little podcast on or you can just listen to the birds. It's like a mm-hmm. moment of peace almost. Yeah. Um, but yeah, intentional walks yeah. are huge. I would say when I was abroad, though, like, I did not watch what I ate at all. Like, not at all. And I don't regret it. Yeah, that's what But I, mean. I think if you, like, that's just life. Like, you have to have a balance. Like, I ate whatever I want, but I also walked everywhere. So yeah. Priorities are different there. Yeah, and I think sometimes you just have to be, like, accept the okay fact with. that you might gain you're, it. Yeah, like, you're going to lose some muscle. Or you yeah. might gain some fat and, like. I know it's easier said than done, but you just have to accept the fact that maybe you'll be a little heavier on hold for a second. Just accept the little extra fat and know that it was for a good reason. Yeah, I always think about it. uh, uh, It's like macros over memories or something. And then Mm -hmm. I did a post with my grandma and it's like she's seven years old. Is she going to remember when she was five pounds up when she was in Spain? Or is she going to remember that awesome night when she spent, she did an all nighter with her friends. They got pizza. They went to the front. Where's the French Rivera? Is that in Spain? Oh my God. Or is it in France? (laughs) (laughs) French Riviera. I would guess France. I don't know. French Riviera. I don't, uh, yeah, I don't know. What's another thing? Some European thing all night, like had a great time, finished like (laughs) eight bottles of wine. She's going to remember that night. She's not going to remember like, oh, I like had a little more fluff, you know? Absolutely. It's huge. Okay. One piece of advice it could be one sentence it can be anything one piece of advice you just if they don't remember anything from this podcast they'll remember this what would that be that's a lot that i would give that you would give yeah Hmm. um if there's one thing i would want people to remember from what we talked about i think it would have to do with the journaling honestly like you talk about how you wake up and you write what you're grateful for and like three things you want to do that day but I don't (laughs) I don't go and journal like that at all um so just kind of like take it easy on yourself and remember that if you don't do it every day it's okay but like I if you saw my journal there are years in between my entries but just having that to look back on and see how far I've come 
So the advice I would give is, you know, write it down. Have something substantial that you can actually look back, whether it's photos, a journal entry, like just something to show that you've made any sort of progress in any way. Like you have to celebrate the small things. Yeah. I think that's awesome. And I think that also correlates when like you're starting your fitness journey and kind of feeling uncomfy for those first initial like pictures even. You have to celebrate the small things because you don't have the big things yet. Yeah. You haven't lost the 50 pounds that you're going for. So you have to celebrate the pound that you lost. Exactly. And just not being afraid of those first initial moments, even if they're like, you know, not the best. Because it's just up from here. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Can only go up. Well, thank you so much for being so on my podcast. Why don't you pimp yourself out to them? Tell them where you are on like socials. Oh my gosh, yeah, follow me if you want to kind of put a voice to a face. Yeah. My name is Emma underscore O-D-O on Instagram <laughs> because my full name is Emma O'Donnell and there's a million Emma O'Donnells in the world. So Emma underscore Odo on Instagram. Um same on twitter so yeah follow me i don't have a twitter you don't have a twitter i like twitter oh okay maybe i'll make one uh we can be friends tell me about your fitness journeys i'll tell you about mine yeah i hope you guys enjoyed this episode and got something from it and got a different perspective because i feel like this perspective isn't out there i feel like i come from a very like like i'm always trying to better myself but i definitely do get overwhelmed and i'd say i'm a pretty normal body type like, you know, I got I got some meat on me. So if you're anything like me where you have some meat and your goal is always cutting, like I've been in a constant cut my whole life, like <laughs> legitimately. But, you know, it is what it is. And I got I got low at one point and Emma, you're hot. Thanks. We're all hot. A, We're thick snickers. Yeah. I had a doctor tell me one time to stop losing weight. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, guys, quick intermission because we are talking about our two favorites of the week. I'm going to go first and then Emma's going to think about hers while I'm doing mine. But my first favorite of the week is the Apple keyboard. So I have a um, I have a regular like laptop. I don't know which one it is from Apple, but the key- attachable keyboard is awesome because you guys know how I use that stand for my laptop so I can have better posture. It like tilts the screen up. It Okay, this is such a first world problem, but it like hurts my elbows when I lean my elbows on the mm. a desk mm. and then type. So I got this attachable keyboard, Game Changer. You guys need to get it. Um, and then I think Amazon sells them probably for cheaper if you don't want to get the Apple brand. And then the last one is my Revlon hairbrush blow dryer. Amazing. It dries my hair in seven minutes. And, really? and I have a lot of hair. You have yeah. more hair than me, but yeah. I have a lot of no, hair. You have a lot of hair. You have thick hair. So those are my favorites of the week. That thing's awesome. And the Revlon one, because what's the other one? The Dyson? Or there's yeah. one that's super expensive. The Dyson. This, the Dyson is the one that like everybody raves about. It's like five hundred I'm not getting yeah, that. It yeah. This is from Amazon. I think it's thirty bucks. So what are yours? I don't know. I don't have a lot of like gadgets. I'm trying Could to be think. anything. Uh, like an outfit that you're loving. Emma's right. mom used to work at Athletica. Yeah. Athletica? <laughs> Athleta. Athleta. Come on now. It's a sports brand. Athletica. Brands. Brands. You can't believe my voice just did that. Holy crap. Oh my god. Shut up. Brands. I can't breathe. <laughs> 
awful oh Atletico. <laughs> Sportswear bronze. <laughs> I can't believe my voice. I actually can't believe that came out. I can't <laughs> Like, I did not do that at all. Like, something took over me. And literally. I get, we're overtired. Yeah, Emma, so Emma had a rowdy night last I night. Did. I didn't. I did Friday, though. Yeah. Yeah. Last night I babysat. Oh, okay, yeah. what are your favorites? Okay. Think? I'm trying to think. Um if you have curly hair, I have big, thick, coarse, curly hair. Um Think Brave. Yeah. Everybody says I look like Merida from the movie Brave. And I kinda do. Um but if you have curly hair and want just a one-stop shop. I use this one product in my hair and it works absolute wonders. It has changed my life. Um, it's called... No, no, no. It's um, the hair product brand is M-U-K. It's called Muck. And I use the Kinky Curl amplifier. It's like this blue tube and it is awesome. And I have a lot of hair too. And I... That, that tube lasts me probably like... A month and a half, two months. That's awesome. Yeah. I remember I went to your house one time and I took a shower and they had horse shampoo. Yeah, and- mane and tail. That's my other, what is <laughs> recommendation. it, recommendation of the week. I love mane and tail shampoo and conditioner. Everybody makes fun of it because it's legit for horses. Like it is literally <laughs> called mane and tail and there's horses on the bottle. Like it is made for horses. But if you want your hair to grow and you are trying to grow out your hair, Nothing works as well as mane and tail. I'm going to order some. It is great. I just remember seeing it and being like, I'm not going to question it. It has collagen in it. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, interesting. I okay. It's It's never like the ones that everybody's telling you to use. It's always the underground ones that nobody knows. And yeah. I'm telling you, keep it low. Keep it low, yeah, guys. I'm, I'm gatekeeping. <laughs> Except I'm not. I just told <laughs> your 90,000 followers. So. Okay. All right. But mane and tail. Okay, guys, go give Emma a follow. And the Strong with Julie podcast Instagram is at strong.podcast. I post some fun quotes. Heck yeah. One day, one day we'll get a little more unique. But right now, you're, you guys are just getting quotes, okay? I am a busy hey, girl. I like quotes. Yeah, me quotes too. are good. And then I am at Julie XFit on Instagram. So give me a follow there and if you guys have any questions from the episode definitely dm the podcast instagram because i answer those dms much faster Mm -hmm. or dm emma so i love you and i'm gonna leave you and yeah dm emma okay yeah that's your best bet i'll get back to you guys (laughs) i don't have 100 dms so okay okay bye guys